as a veteran, small business owner, what can we do for you? What we can all do for all veteran business owners is promote each other. My main mission was to look at tools of technology to leverage small business and give them more of a competitive advantage. My mission for Red Arm Bargains is very simple, to help vets. That story in itself, to run for Vista City Council, is a journey. I think this is an opportunity to really collaborate with those gone before us. It's really kind of a labor of love. And now your host. And welcome back to another episode of the Veterans Radio Show. I'm your host, Shelly Harrison. On our Veterans Radio Show, we talk with heroes in actions doing wonderful things in their community. And you can catch us every Friday at one o'clock. And today, I'm excited because I've met this, uh, our, our guest today, this gentleman that you're going to meet here in just a moment. Uh, but I want to just kind of uh, share with you as far as the Veterans Chamber of Commerce. Um, take a look at any successful company, organization, or institution, and you'll find a veteran or military spouse in a leadership role of that success. Uh, we want to thank our listening audience, our live audience uh, on Facebook, Amazon Live, and of course, all of our podcast listeners. Uh, again, you could catch our episodes right there on YouTube live. You'll get to see video and uh, audio. Uh, and this is the Veterans Radio Show. And without you, we could not have the support and listenership. Uh, so hit that subscribe button and ask your questions live. We're here, we're live. So you can ask questions today uh, with our, our guest, Ray Cardwell. Uh, and again, you'll meet him in just a moment. But uh, I want to also thank our sponsors, uh, Blue Star Families. And I'm going to give a shout out to my co-host, Laura Torres. She works with Blue Star Families. So Laura, shout out to you and to our Blue Star Families. Uh, Today, our guest, like I've mentioned, is Ray Cardwell, and he is coming to us from Branson, Missouri. Uh, he's there now, and you're gonna you're gonna hear some some pretty exciting things that he has going on, and and uh, learn a little bit more about his music. And I can guarantee you that you're gonna want to go and check out his his music. Uh, I have three of his CDs here that we got last weekend. We were in Jefferson City and we saw him live. <laughs> so I want to introduce Ray Cardwell. I'm going to tell you a little bit about him. Uh, he is the one, one of the most diversely talented artists playing bluegrass Americana music today with a broad array broad array of interest and influences. He grew up in a family uh, bluegrass band and his father, uh, Marvin Cardwell was a talented multi-instrumentalist as well as a collector of vintage instruments. Uh, actually with Ray, his debut CD, Tennessee Moon on Pine Castle Records was, re has, was received with high praise with 10 songs charting on bluegrass, Americana and folk charts. His, new, his newest single, Time to Drive debuted at number one on the Bluegrass Today's Graciana chart and remained on the chart for 37 consecutive weeks. So with that, I want to bring on Ray Cardwell. Ray, welcome to the show. Hey, Shelly. Thanks for having me on. Oh, thank you for being here. And, you know, I wanted to, to read more about your bio because you just have an amazing background in the music <laughs> industry. And I mean, I could go on and on and on and on your roots in Nashville and, and some of the other places that you've performed. 
it's been a, a survival game is what it is, but uh, it's, yeah, it's led me to different, different platforms. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, you are, I, I know that you're a singer songwriter and, you know, today's topic is music to, to lift your soul. And that was kind of on my mind because last week when we heard you live, uh, it was just amazing. Just the, you know, the, the, the vibe and the music and and the vocals and I really would love for you to tell our audience a little bit about uh, how you started in the in this industry. Oh gosh, uh, well and thank you. You're making me blush on here. Um, all the nice <laughs> things you're saying, I appreciate oh, that. Well, you you've earned it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. You know, I mean, really, like you stated, I I started in a, a bluegrass family. My dad had um, one of the first shows in Branson. Uh, in um oh gosh the, around the mid 60s and i started performing on stage there when i was three. Oh my and god three same years with old. my sisters yeah and so oh that's god. it's all i ever knew you know and but yeah now that i'm older i i realize you know like you can never take it for granted because i was quite shocked when i found out that all families didn't get in a car and work on songs when they drove you know <laughs> I, I just thought that kind of was uh the normal thing to do but, yeah um yeah, that's the way I grew up, and I got involved in school band. I played saxophone and guitar because oh. girls like guitar players. They do, and saxophone <laughs> players too. Yeah, yeah. I was just trying to yeah. corner the market, but uh, no. Um, I grew up playing with them, and then I, um, I kind of went my own way for a while, which involved uh, your husband. He yeah, was, uh, Michael. Yeah, and he worked yeah. with us for a while. Uh, I turned twenty in Hollywood. You know, I was the youngest oh. guy in the band, and oh, and, you and were. I got to, yeah, yeah, and I got to play with Jack Lee while I was out there, and he writes for Blondie and Pat Benatar, and Neil Young, and, and Phil Young. I mean, it was just a happenstance thing, you know, meeting him, and and I got yeah. to play all the major clubs and and hang out for a while. That was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, Hollywood is fun, and especially when it comes to the clubs and the music, and yeah, yeah. Well, it was very different, you know. There weren't gangs that there was some break dancers, but break dancers. <laughs> but that was it. You know, yeah. It wasn't like it is. I mean, I don't know what it is like now. And I, I love it's a lot different. Yeah. 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 It was, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, we were literally a block from uh, the Chinese theater. So we Gosh. were right, right there in the, and I can't believe my parents yeah. let me move there when I was 19. <laughs> <laughs> Especially at such a young age. Yeah. But yeah. now, and you know, you, I know that, you know, you also, uh, were a music teacher. So maybe you can share I a little was. bit about that. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I've always been, uh, some of my biggest mentors were my music directors in my, in my life. And, and yeah. really when I got an opportunity to, um, I graduated from Lincoln university in Jefferson city and they offered me a yeah. scholarship and I took it and, and, uh, and got my, my degree and then I taught for 14 years and I taught band and choir and uh, oh. we went a lot of places. I, I like to go on band trips because, you know, it's like being on the road. It's yeah. Just, you've got 80 teenagers going along. So <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I, 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 and I know, that, yeah, I know that my son was in choir too. So I can uh -huh. that and, and play the trumpet. <laughs> oh really? So, yeah. So I could have had him in both. You um, could have, yeah. <laughs> but I took um, I took choirs that went to Ireland. Um, oh, I took I went to nice. of course Chicago and New York, and um, mm -hmm. I took marching bands. I think to eight different bowl games, you know, the college bowl games. Mm -hmm. So so mm -hmm. we 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 set goals and and we had fun, you know. 
Yeah, but 14 years. Wow. And, you know, yeah. just the, the, I mean, the memories, I'm sure, you know, of, of inspiring these young kids that, you know, that probably weren't sure if they would make it in, you know, in the music industry or not, whether they were, you know, in choir or, or playing an instrument. Right. Well, yeah. And you get all different levels and you got to get them all to play nice together. I mean, yeah. you've got some, <laughs> you know, that I've got several students that have, you know, take it professionally and I'm so incredibly proud of them and, and they're doing great yeah. things. And, um, and then I've got some that are really happy to be, you know, I encourage them always, you know, join a community choir, keep singing or a yeah. community band and, and they do that I or they, that. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so it's, you know, it's an important part of our culture, you know, it's a reflection of our times Mm -hmm. And you want to be involved in that, you know? So Yeah. And, and the genre of music that, you know, that you play and, and the bands, I know you have a trio and then you have some other uh, folks that you, you know, that you jam with, I guess you would say, right? Right. Um, yeah. And tell us the genre of music that, because your range is incredible, right? Oh, and and I, <laughs> I love music. And, and when I was telling my husband, when we were, uh, you know, there in Jefferson City, listening to you and your band. I mean, you you have an incredible voice, and I think, you know, just looking at you know your kind of the direction that you're going, I would love for you to kind of share the kind of music and and just you know share a little bit about what you're kind of what you're looking to do within the next you know year or two. Well, that's a big question. We have that much time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I. I always just write and play what's in my heart, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I, and it might be many different styles. I, you know, I think that the traditional bluegrass came from the string bands and, and the mountains and people having guitars and the banjos, you know, came from yeah. Africa, the guitars came from Spain and then mandolin came from Italy. And, um, you know, it, it's just a lot of different cultures had to live together and they all kind of formed the music. And mm -hmm. in the city, I kind of think that the same beat became Dixieland jazz. And in the mountains, oh, they didn't yeah. have horns and drums, but it's still that 2-4 beat. And it, and it mm -hmm. was more string band and bluegrass. And, and mm -hmm. it, really, things aren't much different except for the wide variety that we are exposed to. And, you yeah. know, they didn't have internet and radio that you could listen to. And mm -hmm. so I hear everything just like the forefathers did of this music and I just involve mm -hmm. it in and, um, and, and sometimes I'll make it more pronounced and sometimes it'll be subtle, but you know, you're going to have, you're going to have soul, you're going to have blues, you're going to have a touch of gospel, mm -hmm. uh, you're going to have so, uh, some rock and roll, and then you're going to have on bluegrass instruments. Cause I really mm -hmm. like keeping it acoustic. I like I the vibrations that. of the instruments. I like it that the band is, a living drum machine. So my bass mm -hmm. is a kick drum. The mandolin is yeah. a snare and the banjo mm -hmm. is like the hi-hat. So if you start thinking of how it all works together, if yeah. one guy falters, it all goes. <laughs> yeah. And, and it, and it takes the, the orchestration of it all does, of those yeah. instruments working together. Right. And I've been very yeah. fortunate to play with some, some phenomenally talented musicians and, and, and I like to let them run, you know, I like yeah. to let them play. Just like I said earlier, you know, a lot of it is similar to jazz as far as improvisation. You can, you can take it where you want to, if you got something to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I know that uh, we talked a little bit about the Doobie brothers and do you want to share that quick story? Oh, sure. Well, yeah. you know, this, this is uh, all right. So growing up, 
um, besides Bill Monroe and Ralph Stanley and Jim and Jesse um, and the Osborne brothers, those, you know, those are the mainstays of bluegrass music, but there yeah. was a band that came along in the um, early seventies called new grass revival. And, mm. and they were revolutionary. And, and they spoke to me because of their lead singer, John Cowan, he has a more blues and rock voice. And that's mm-hmm. similar to how I approach it. And, and I was like, oh, great, bluegrass, I can sing, you know. So yeah. um, I really, those guys revolutionized everything. And mm-hmm. um, when I got my my recording contract with Pine Castle Records, Pat Flynn, um, who's a fabulous, you know, second to none guitar player, um, he was in New Grass Revival. And oh. he produced my first record and, and co-wrote, gosh, almost think maybe half of those songs on there. And mm. um, we were trying to figure out who could sing harmony with me. And he says, well, I'm going to call John Cowan. And John Cowan is, he was the lead singer, bass player of New Grass Revival. Mm. And as you said, he has been playing with the Doobie Brothers now, I think for 18 years. But Gosh. but uh, he and I hit it off really well. And, and, and we kind of have sibling harmonies. If you listen to some of that Tennessee Moon, You'll yeah. hear it, and it, it's kind of cool. He's uh, he's been a great friend, and uh, and it, it was a uh, it was pretty cool seeing him, John. <laughs> oh, and that's such a cool story. I mean, you know that that is probably such a great memory for you because you know the the roots of of the Doobie Brothers. You know, just knowing, you know how. I mean, they're a household name. You know, for a lot of us back in the you know seventies and eighties. I mean, they're they're a really cool band. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and they've yeah. still got it. I've seen them live they do. recently, and <laughs> and there's some bands that still got it, and they do. They uh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm forever grateful for Pat, you know, Pat Flynn and John Cowan, and and what they've done, and and singing with me and playing with me, and uh, it's it's been a great ride. Um, now, as far as where my you were talking about where the music direction is going, yeah, you know, I always like to change, and I like to write a bunch. Um, so I've been working a lot with um, Jeremy Garrett, who mm. was the fiddle player and singer for the infamous String Dusters. And kind of, oh. we're seeing what we're doing. We're working on a project and it's sounding pretty cool. So uh, oh. that'll definitely be the next thing up for Bat. And when do we get to see that come out? We'll see. Well, <laughs> it's, it's in still, the works right now. It is in the it's works. In the works. We've, we've got two or three songs down and we're having fun and, and yeah. uh, you know we're we're starting to get to play again, so the, the calendar is filling back up. And you know he lives in Colorado, so we do everything you know online through yeah, you know yeah, um, Zoom, or- Zoom. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And but it Isn't works Zoom great. great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it really does. It's not the same as being there, you know. But still, it's it's just the idea of being able to you know collaborate and and make things happen via you know online. I mean, how yeah. you know how convenient and and. Uh, think that works for a lot of different people in business and in the music industry. Yeah. yeah it, it is amazing. And also we both have home studios, so he can play a part and send it to me and I'll load it into my computer and then I'll record my part. And it's, you know, and then and it's it pretty comes cool together. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's how we write our song. So that is, that is different. And, and I would imagine, you know, before COVID or, or the distance, I, I would imagine that, you know, being in person would be the ideal way to do it, but it probably still sounds, you know, just as great with, you know, with the way that you're doing it now. Yeah. You know, it, it's pretty close. I mean, 
Yeah. You still want to take it into a professional studio and finish it up, you know, but as yeah. far as starting ideas and getting rhythm tracks and, and the basic concepts of the song and what we like and change it, it's great. And, and like you said, the pandemic, whenever we were locked down, um, mm -hmm. I started writing with people a lot more, you know, people from distance, like um, Louisa Branscombe is a Grammy winning songwriter. And I wrote a song with her mm -hmm. and, and we did it much oh. the same way. So, and Rick Lang is another award-winning mm. artist uh, writer and and uh, it's been it's been a great tool and and if anything shutting us down from the local stuff we we still be able to create you know yeah so that was probably your silver lining right being able to it really was. be creative be yeah. in that creative mode yep absolutely yeah yeah, well, I definitely want to remind our audience that uh, we are here with Ray Cardwell. He's coming to us from Branson, Missouri. So, you know, give us a shout out if you've been there before. I know a lot of people love Branson. Uh, Ray Cardwell is a singer, songwriter, and he plays multiple instruments. He mentioned the saxophone. He does play the guitar, and and I'm sure there's other great talents that he has. Uh, but I, at this time, I believe that we have our executive director, um, Mr. Joseph Molina, and we'll see here in just a moment. Usually he likes to come on and there he is. He's going to welcome our guest and, uh, Joe, I'm going to turn it on over to you. Well, thank you, Shelly. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. It's always a pleasure to speak with your guests and Ray, uh, it, it's amazing. Your story is just, uh, amazing. Uh, oh, thank you. In, 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 you know, it takes me, it takes me to, um, uh, when people love what they do, and do what they love combination, that's what you represent, I think. Oh. Because not, not many of us can get to have both. Not many of us get to have the cake and eat it too. So doing <laughs> what we love and loving what we do, I mean, what else can you ask? And that's right. I, I, I love your music, by the way. I, oh, I, I've watched you. some of your videos on YouTube, and um, I, I, I love the instruments. I love the kind of... Uh, bluegrass irish town i love that it's the acoustic part I, I love what you said about the vibration because music mm -hmm. is about vibration absolutely yeah. So, yeah well thank you just wanted to thank you for coming on the show and sharing your experience but also wanted to ask you because uh, as veterans we know that music is a great thing yeah. for uh, for healing uh, mm -hmm. it can be used for healing so uh, in in the past oh, we yeah. had attempted to partner with groups of people who will be who will kind of share their skill of music with our veterans who are going through, uh, you know, PTSD, TBI, or something like that, uh, right. because uh, music is healing, you know. So yeah, I agree. anything that we can collaborate with or something, you know, anything like that. I know you are connected with Shelly. Let us know, and we yeah. would love to put some things together with you. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I, I have former um, students that are music therapists now, and that's what they do. And that's, that's an amazing young field. And, mm -hmm. uh, and I think that it has had huge success and effects, you know, so. Absolutely. Yes. It, cool. I mean, in the, I mean, when, when, when we sit in our corners uh, and, you know, during COVID music was a great, uh, a great platform to take us away into a, a better place <laughs> so we couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, um, Ray, I just wanted to thank you uh, and also thank Shelly for the opportunity to come on the show and just 
meet you face to face, if you will. But I'm really, really hopeful that we can continue a, this partnership in taking us to different levels, whether with you or some of your students that we can support our military and the veteran community. That would be great. Awesome. Oh, Thank you. Yeah. That, that's a great idea, Joe. And yeah. especially, you know, knowing that it can help our veterans. I mean, that, and, and, you know, Ray has family members that have been in the military and uh, I know that he has passion, compassion for, for our veterans as we do. Yeah. Absolutely. Excellent. Absolutely. Well, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Well, <laughs> Sherry, right. I'm going to give it back to you, Ray. Thank you very much. We'll stay connected. And uh, thank you, Sherry, again, for allowing me to come in and say hi. And, um, oh, thank you, Joe. I'll, As I'll always. Back to you. <laughs> and we appreciate you, Joe. And that was our executive director, uh, Mr. Joseph Molina. He is uh, the executive director for the National Veterans Chamber of Commerce. Uh, and he does wonderful things for us. And, and you could check out our website to see all the different programs that are created uh, to help and support our veterans. Um, going back to you, Ray, uh, I wanted to find out what is your favorite place that you've performed and tell us why. Mm. And well, there could it, be more than one, but one yeah, that really it can't be one. Out. Um, <laughs> you know, um, the, I've got three places that I performed at that I'm, and, and it was a, a great moment. And um, I got to sing in a national honors choir with the new England oh. symphony at Carnegie oh. Hall. Wow. And um, yeah, that was amazing. Gosh, what so, an honor. Yeah, My goodness. <laughs> that, that was great. It was <laughs> fantastic. Um, yeah. And also, um, I've played at the equivalent on the countryside. I've played at the Grand Ole Opry. Um, oh. I got to play with uh, Jesse McReynolds, who's the oldest living Opry member, and he, he turned 92 today. Oh my goodness. And, and he is a veteran as well. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So happy birthday, boss. <laughs> but I, I played with him um, quite a few times, and, um, and and that was great. And I also got to play at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, and that's mm. and that's one of the most acoustically fit rooms in the country. And uh, my God, and you can really tell it, it's a uh, it's almost like being inside of a guitar. It, it just the sound just vibrates. And I yeah, I can only imagine someday. Someday we'll, we'll be able to head out there to yeah. Nashville. <laughs> no, but those are three great experiences. And I know that number one, you have a birthday coming up on Sunday. So happy birthday. We're giving you a <laughs> shout out for your birthday. Uh, Can you it? Yeah, right. <laughs> 27. We, we'll believe that. <laughs> oh my goodness. And then you also shared with me before the show started, uh, you just received uh, some news about a, an award. I, I, yeah, I was yeah. just, I knocked my socks off. I uh, got um, selected by the Missouri Arts Council and um, they featured me in July as an artist and I'm right up there with sculptors and poets and, oh. and, uh, and painters. And it's, it's pretty cool. I, I, I never even thought about that. And to be included yeah. up there with that, uh, the pedagogy up there, it, it's just, I'm humbled from it. That was yeah. quite a shock. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Thank and, you. You know, knowing that that's your hometown, you know, I, I'm sure that it's a, you know, an honor to, to have that, you know, that come to you, you know, just before your birthday and, you know, you can celebrate and, and Absolutely. just really 
Mm -hmm. Well, exactly. it's been nice playing shows again, too. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's starting, starting to open back up and and I'm all vaccinated and ready to go. So <laughs> good. good. I'm glad you said you're vaccinated because we absolutely some other things that are going on out there in, in Missouri. <laughs> but hopefully well, more people will get vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, um, I, I just felt it was best. I've got, you know, four girls in the house with me and uh, that's a lot of Petri yeah. dishes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, and it's good. And, it, and, you know, and, and that way it's easier for you to get out on the road too, and, and know that, you know, that you're doing what's right when you're out and about, you know, with, with other people. Absolutely. Yeah. So where, you know, when you look at the kind of your career in, in two years from now, I mean, we kind of know what the short term, you know, uh, direction is, where do you see yourself in two years from now, Ray? You know, uh, I am a guy that likes to perform, you know, I, I'll perform to the day I, <laughs> until the day I leave this world. Um, yeah. I, I just, I love to do it. It's, it's what I've known all my life. And your soul. Comfortable. Yeah. And it's, yeah. I like to be the wandering minstrel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I would imagine that you could just pick up an instrument, you know, whether it's the saxophone or a, a you know, a guitar. And do you just do that occasionally where you just kind of, okay, I'm going to pick up a, you know, whatever kind of instrument and, and play. Well, the instruments that you play a lot, you don't have to really keep, I mean, I still practice my bass a lot and my singing, yeah. but, but you don't have to, but like saxophone, I haven't played saxophone in a while. You'd want me to practice some before I played that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard instrument to play. <laughs> it is. And once you lose your yeah. omniture, it's, it takes oh. a little while to get it going back up. So. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so for people to reach you, tell us how people can reach out to you. Well, there's lots of ways. Um, RayCardwell.com is my website. And all my contact info is on there. My email and, and the phone number for bookings or reaching out is fine. Um, also on Facebook, my artist page is at the Ray Cardwell. And it's that way on um, Twitter and Instagram at the Ray Cardwell. So, so Very just look good. for that. That no, that that's great. Thank you for sharing that. And I know I'm going to show these one more time because these are <laughs> autographed and Ray has <laughs> CDs available on his website. And you can also, you know, go to uh, a lot of different platforms where you can hear their mu his music and, you know, with some of his uh, trio and, and some other folks that he's, uh, that he's uh, done music with. Um, right. Any platform how, will work. And also YouTube. Um, yes, YouTube. We talked about YouTube earlier. Yeah, I've got lots of videos up there. Bonfire yeah. Records has been really good with their videos. There's some fun ones out there. Uh, yeah. And we want people to subscribe. So subscribe to the Veterans Chamber and then go and subscribe to Ray Cardwell, right? There you go. We want to make sure people do both. Yes. It's a duo. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. And, and how can our, our Veterans uh, Chamber help you, Ray? Well, you know, honestly, you've done so much for me already. I, I'm just, um, I'm, you know, I'm very thankful for veterans. I am. Um, yeah. I, like I told you earlier, I was the first one in the Cardwell line that did not go into the service. My dad served in the Korean War. His dad served in uh, World War One. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. I do. Um, I even got um, stuff from my um, my great great grandfather. He fought in for the Union Army in Civil War. And uh, oh, 
I've God. got tons of stuff on him. I love, I'll yeah. talk about that stuff all day. I know you, you <laughs> talked about the history. So we'll have to schedule yeah. another show. There we go. <laughs> when your next, when the next song comes out, right? There you go. And I do have yeah. a video coming in a couple of weeks that I'll be watching for that. But, but I really appreciate, you know, every veteran and, and, yeah. and I try to make that evident when I play and, and let everybody know. And, Cause man, that's, that's a huge sacrifice. Yeah, it, it definitely is. Yeah. And and we appreciate your family. Like you mentioned, your father, your great grandfather for, for their service. Absolutely. Uh, well, we are coming to the end of our show, Ray. And, you know, if you could give just one more tip uh, or thing that you would like to mention, just throw it out to, there to the world, to the veteran community, what you'd like to share. Oh, well, I would invite you to um, listen to my message. I, I like to be very positive, very mm -hmm. upbeat about life. I sing about my family. Um, I sing about other things too. Like you said, you liked Hurricane Rain. And, uh, yes, and that's I, I really love that song. A darker song. and But gosh, um, you know, I, listen to it. If you like the blues or uh, Americana, um, bluegrass, alt rock, uh, alt country. I mean, you're going to, you're going to like what, what goes on and, and give it a listen, you know, don't yeah. think a bunch of guys in overall sitting around on hay bales. <laughs> you know? Oh no, that's great. And, and again, live was, I mean, that was so exciting last Saturday night when my husband and I were in Jefferson city with my sister-in-law and her husband, and we all really enjoyed the the band and you singing. Oh, so, well, uh, it yeah. was a good time. It, it was, was a, a very time. good time. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Ray, thanks again for being on the show. And I'd like to thank our audience for tuning in today. Uh, this is the Veterans Radio Show. And we were live today with Ray Cardwell from Branson, Missouri, coming to us from Branson, Missouri. He, he's okay. a Missouri boy. Uh, but uh, we want to thank you for tuning in today. Please subscribe to the Veterans Chamber radio show, as well as Ray Cardwell, uh, for some fantastic music that uh, you can take right into your weekend. Uh, but uh, everybody, we want to thank you, and we will see you next time. Thanks, Ray. Thank you. Thank you.